0: today's stories. Cannabis tourism in the US adds $17 billion into local economies. Cannabis real estate lenders are raising more money than ever. Advocates and lobbyists descend on Ottawa for grass on the hill. And the German government accelerates cannabis legislation. Hi and welcome to another episode of Cannabis Daily and thanks for being a listener to our podcast. This is Neil Velio and I'm here to update you on all the happenings around the wonderful business of cannabis. Since 2017, business of cannabis has highlighted the companies, brands, people and trends driving the cannabis industry. All right, let's get into today's stories. Our first story now, and from private tours of indoor grows to restaurant and retail tours designed for cannabis consumers, Forbes estimates cannabis-related tourism pours around $17 billion into local economies in the US. And that's despite the seeming lack of interest by state governments in promoting the industry. This was the finding of a May survey by Harris Poll. 50% of millennials say that access to legal cannabis is a factor in planning a vacation. 43% of millennials say they've intentionally chosen to take a vacation in a legal cannabis state. According to Cannabis Travel Association International, by 2025, half of US travellers will be millennials. They're tourists and they're shopping. They're here to spend money in the mecca of weed said Victor Pinho, co-founder of Emerald Farm Toys. Remember to keep listening until the end of this episode, and I will ask you a question about one of today's stories, and I'll tell you how you can respond via our social media channels. Our second story now. Marijuana businesses are raising less money this year, but cannabis real estate lenders are fundraising at an all-time high, according to MJ Biz Daily. Here are the highlights of that report. U.S. lenders to cultivators and retailers have raised $517 million year-to-date as of May 19, 2022. That's 282% higher than last year. Of the 12 cannabis industry categories tracked by Viridian Capital, it's the only one that's seen an increase this year. Companies in the sector include AFC Gamma, Chicago Atlantic real estate finance and innovative industrial properties. Frank Colombo is Director of Data Analytics at Viridian Capital Advisors, and he puts the increase down to poor stock performance in 2021. Previously, real estate lenders' services weren't needed. Now, 90% of financing shifted from equity to debt. Chalk it up to tumbling cannabis stocks, he writes. Our third story now, and Grass on the Hill is a two-day Cannabis Leaders Summit and Lobby Day in Ottawa, Canada. And the number one issue that advocates and lobbyists brought to the attention of regulators while they were there? Excise taxes. Here's some of the data around that. According to the Cannabis Council of Canada, governments take up to 40 cents of every $1 spent on cannabis, according to BNN Bloomberg. That's compared to 2019, when taxes came up to $0.25 of every $1 spent on cannabis. Combined with provincial distributor markups, tax rates are making it difficult to compete with the legacy market. At least that's according to Cannabis Council of Canada President George Smitherman. There's been a lot of price compression, particularly in the dried flour categories, which are the dominant product in the market, he said. If you look over the trend over the past two or three years, cannabis producers have been, in a certain sense, subsidising the price of that dried flour for the consumer. While those prices have compressed, the government taxation has not, and therefore, become a larger share of the pie. And now our final story. In an unconventional move, Germany's health minister has prioritised the creation of cannabis legislation. This follows his being threatened with a 1 million euro cut to his department's public relations budget if a draft isn't passed in 2022. That's according to Business Can. The coalition made ambitious pledges to launch an adult-use cannabis programme in its campaign. According to cannabis lawyer Kai Friedrich-Niermann, if major headway isn't made on the file, the government risks losing re-election. But speeding up the process could harm the integrity of the programme, said Bloomwell CEO Nicholas Kuperanis. One thing should be made clear, he said. Details and precision are now more important than speed when it comes to drafting the adult-use cannabis regulations and bringing the market online. It's more important that the law is sustainable rather than rushed to be implemented within the next few months. Well, there we are. Those are the stories we're watching today. You can join 12,000 others and catch all these stories and more in your inbox every day at 7am with our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. Thank you for listening. And please, please do hit follow or subscribe, whichever your favorite podcast app allows you to do so within it. It ensures that you do not miss any episodes as they're released. Always feel free to visit us at businessofcannabis.com as well as through our social channels. We're on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. That way, you'll never miss an update from Cannabis Daily. Back to our final story now. What do you make of those moves to rush Germany to full legislation? Give us your take via at B-O-F-C underscore media on Twitter. That's at B-O-F-C underscore media. There's a link helpfully added in the show notes. And if you do so, we may give you a mention on a future episode. Thanks for listening, and I'll be with you again tomorrow for another episode of Cannabis Daily. (music) We'll <music> be